This is Cammie. And this is Madeline. And you're listening to the Communities That Convert podcast. Episode number 56. Hey, Madeline, today we're talking about my favorite topic, measurement. Wait a minute. Do we measure up? Yes, and I think I can prove it. Welcome to the Communities That Convert podcast with Madeline Sklar and Cami Hoiza. In this podcast, you will learn how to build a tribe of raving fans. You will hear tips, ideas, and advice you can use right now on how to grow your own community and provide value that inspires them to take action. Are you ready to get started? This episode is brought to you by the Communities That Convert Facebook group. Come join us in our private group because it's the place where we continue the conversation from here. All you have to do is go to Facebook and look up Communities That Convert and look for the groups or you can go directly there at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Communities That Convert. And be sure to use our secret word, action. Yeah, action. Today, I'll be asking the questions to Cami because metrics is her area of expertise. So Cami, are you ready to rock and roll this? I can't wait. I love this topic. Measurement is so important to social media. It really is. And I know this is like your thing. You're really great with metrics. I'm not as much. I know a little bit, but not as much as you. So I'm going to ask you the question so you can share your great insights. So let's start with this. How do you choose metrics to measure your social media campaigns? This is such a great question. Thank you, Madeline. Really, one of the most important things to understand about social media measurement is that we can almost measure too much at this point. We have so many different metrics that we can choose from, and it can be a little bit overwhelming. Am I right? So definitely for sure. Right. So one of the things that I say right away when we sit down with a client is we start to talk about what we call key performance indicators. And these key performance indicators are the things that are the drivers of your business as it currently stands, whatever that business is, whether it's a nonprofit, in that case, it might be donations. In the case of a business, it might be sales. In the case of an online training company like yourself, it would be like how many people have you trained and how many people have bought your courses and those kinds of like money types of measurements. And a lot of people feel like you can't connect your measurement with social media to an actual sale. But I will have to disagree with that because I do think you can do that. It just takes a little bit of effort on the front part to really define what it is you're trying to get as an outcome. And then you can measure everything back all the way to the source to see how each of those things drove the next stage of measurement. So that is sort of how you start. You have to pick the metrics you're going to use. And I'm not talking about just vanity metrics, like how many people followed me this week? No, that's not what I'm talking about here. What I'm talking about is the things that drive your business. What are those to you? And so those are going to be different for every business. And unfortunately, there's no magic bullet. You do have to do this work. Sit down and talk about this. And if you don't know, maybe you work for a company, you can go and ask your boss. The sales team should know what it is that's driving the business and so on. And if you are a solopreneur and you haven't defined these yet for yourself, now is a really good time to start because otherwise, if you don't know what you're going to measure, you'll never know if you're successful. Right. Now, what do you think are the most important metrics for us to know about? Well, 
there are so many metrics, but the ones that I, that I like to, my go-to metrics, I guess is what I would call them are these. There's four of them I want to talk about today. And again, everybody's going to be different and your business may have other metrics that you like to measure because they are indicative of what your success is. But I think that these four are kind of important for most campaigns. First one is your growth rate overall. This is considered a vanity metric, I know, to some. But for me, I think it's important to understand how many inputs are coming into your business, how many potential people are seeing what you have to see. So you have to constantly be refreshing that. So your email groups, your email size, your group size for us, as far as um, we're talking about communities here. So as your group grows, you want to have fresh new people coming into the group on a regular basis, getting new ideas in and really upping the engagement. If you have a group that kind of stays static, you'll see over the years, it kind of eventually peters out. Some of them can be very, very active, but I will tell you that having fresh blood really does help. So that growth rate is important. And I, that's why, I mean, many of the networks look at growth rates, like how many people are, you know, using Twitter or coming onto Twitter or how many people are coming onto Facebook. They're looking at those growth rates because they know there's a certain amount of people that leave the system every year or every day, even in those cases. But for us as a business, we want to have new people looking over what we have. So growth rate is important from the perspective of understanding the health of the business. Number two is engagement rate. And I really, really love engagement rates. And I have a special tool that we'll talk about actually in the next episode that I like to use to look at engagement rates across all social media platforms. And what I like to look at is the conversation rate, which is how many people are talking with you? How many people are commenting on your posts? How many people are responding to you in Twitter? Those conversation rates are really important because it means you're talking with people and you want those to be higher or go up. And so those are going to be different in different industries. So that's another thing you want to know is like, what is the going rate of conversation in my industry? So I've known some industries where we can barely get people to talk to us. Oil and gas is a really good example of that. But then the click-through rates are huge. You know, they'll click through and go to this to the different places, which I would call really another thing we're going to talk about in, in a minute, which is conversion rate. You know, they go through. So conversation is really important. Applause is where they're liking your stuff, where they're hearting it, or whatever platform you're on. And then amplification, which is when people are sharing your your content. And if they're sharing your content, that's a really huge thing because that means people trust what you have to say and they're giving that information to their audiences, which means that they're looking at you as a thought leader. So there's some really important things in engagement rate. So those three things, you have to think about those three aspects of engagement rate. The third one is benchmarking. And that's really how you're doing against your competitors in your niche and against yourself. And again, I have a tool that I like to use to look at benchmarking, but many tools include benchmarking. And what I say about measurement in general is that you don't really know how you're doing unless you compare it against something else. You know, even if it's month to month or am I up over last month if you're comparing to yourself. But I do like to compare to competitors and also look at your whole overall niche and what that niche is doing. So benchmarking. The final one is conversion rate. And that's how many people take an action or purchase something or land on your sales page or click through to your sales page. Conversion obviously is when they make the sale. I mean, that's the true definition of conversion, but you may have different levels that of conversion. So it may be a funnel, if you will, and the top of your funnel is a certain conversion. And then each conversion brings you down to the final conversion, which is the sale. So you need to think about your conversion rate over the entire 
funnel. So, you know, what are, how many people do you have to bring in to the email newsletter to get a certain number to opt in to a lead magnet to get a certain number to come onto a webinar to get to a certain number buying your product or service. So conversion rates are very important. So it's growth rate, engagement rate, benchmarking, and conversion rates. Those are the four that I would spend the most time on. And any little metrics that go around them, that kind of are indicators that those things are happening. Is there one that's more important over the others? Or will that vary depending on your business, the things you do, or the things you're looking at when you're measuring? Or like, is there something that I should really focus on? Well, I think that it's hard to pick one, but obviously your conversion rate is hugely important. However, if you make tweaks to the other items, you might find that that impacts the conversion rate. So I think they're interconnected. You kind of have to know how they're playing with each other. And it may take some experimentation to figure that out. So maybe your conversion rate is terrible for some reason. And you look at it and you say, hey, you know, we've been really flat on growth the last two months. And our conversion rate went down. And you can think, oh, okay, so how many people do I need to have coming in the growth rate part of the funnel to get the conversion rate up? So these things are interconnected and interrelated. So I think, you know... I mean, for me, I love engagement. Okay, for me, the engagement rate is important because I feel like the engagement rate kind of drives all the other things. If you have people engaged with you, they're going to see your stuff in social media, especially with the algorithms being the way they are. Engagement rate becomes even more critical because people won't see your stuff unless you pay get paid advertising, which of course you can do. So for me, engagement rate may be the one that I tend to love more than others, but is it the most important? I think conversion rate in the end of the day has to be the most important. Sure. Because that's the, you know, the whole driver of your business is making money. So it's your conversions that, you know, are helping you bring, bring that money in. But also growth rate is when, you know, you're spending time work in your business, then you'll see that growth and then you should see your growth rate. If you're consistent, that should keep rising, correct? It should, except for I will tell you, if your growth rate is rising and your conversion rate doesn't get impacted, something's broken in the middle. Right. So you maybe have to look at what's my engagement rate and, you know, how am I comparing to other people and what other competition do I have in the marketplace, which is the benchmarking part. You have to be like aware of the whole thing. It's a holistic thing. It's like 360 degrees. You have to look at it kind of like a model, you know, you're putting together the puzzle pieces. I liked it a lot too. And we have a episode coming up or did we already do it? I don't know with Todd about the funnel and the funnel is so important because People could be kind of going down to the conveyor belt and then there's a gap and they fall in the gap, you know, so you need to figure out where these gaps are. And so that's why the measurement becomes so important across the entire funnel. So there may be some even other metrics that you need across that funnel as you start to think, wow, I don't know this. And so you do need to look at that. But growth rate, engagement rate, benchmarking and conversion rate generally will cover most of those bases. Yeah, this is really helpful information. Any other thoughts on this before we wrap up? No, except for that. I just, you know, really think that people need to not be so afraid of the measurement part of their business. I think we get a little bit nervous about it and we kind of shy away or we get really obsessed with it. So don't get obsessed with it either. So there's two sides to that. You know, the people that are like, don't let the head in the sand. Don't, I don't want to look. I don't want to look. That's like me. That's like me. I'm not really big <laughs> on looking at my measurements. I know I should spend more time on it. I tend to just, and I know we're going to talk more in our next episode about the different tools and I'll share more of my thoughts with that. But I, 
this feels more big picture and big picture. I'm probably more head in the sand than I should be. Yeah. And it's easy to do because it's hard to like sit down and actually think through this and it's easy to confuse yourself. So don't let your mind get confused. Just start to look at these things. And over time, they'll start to paint a picture for you and you'll get used to it and you'll get better at it. Also, don't get so obsessed with it either. You know, I know people that, you know, they just look at it every hour or so. And I went through a stage like that. I have to be honest, where I looked every hour, like, has my, have my stats gone up this last hour? Don't do that because that just will waste your time. You just want enough to keep you going. So I would say, look at your metrics, maybe, you know, twice a month. And if you need to do it weekly, that's fine, depending on your business and your business model. Don't overdo it, but definitely keep your eyes open and look at what's happening because you can see what content's going really well. For example, if you know what's going really well, you can do more of that kind of content. Or, you know, you can see that this type of interaction seems to be working better than another kind of interaction. And if you start to pay attention to those things, you can have much better performance in your business. Exactly. So let's talk about the call to action for this episode. We want you to choose your KPIs, the key performance indicators, and share with us in our Facebook group which metric you choose to track so that we can help you with step two, which is choosing a tool. So we already started the conversation on Facebook. So go to our Facebook group. If you are not currently part of the group, please join us. And uh, we would love to have you there to be part of this ongoing conversation. Yes. And I would love that. I'd love to hear from you guys. And if you think you're full of it, Cami, this is another key indicator that you should be looking at every minute. Please come and tell me. Love to hear it. Yeah. So if you uh, would like to join the Facebook group, go to facebook.com slash groups slash communities that convert. And we'll be back next week where we're going to keep going in this discussion and talk about the best measurement tools. Absolutely. Come back and hear about the tools. We can't wait to talk to you. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye. Hey, this is Madeline. And I want to let you know, you can connect with us on our website at communitiesthatconvert.com. You can get all the information in the show notes for this episode. And we also encourage you to visit us on our Twitter profiles. You can reach out to me at Madeline Sklar. That's spelled M-A-D-A-L-Y-N-S-K-L-A-R. And also to Cami. Her Twitter handle is at CamiChat, and that's spelled K-A-M-I-C-H-A-T. We look forward to hearing from you. Thanks for listening to the Communities That Convert podcast with Madeline Sklar and Cami Hoiza, where you learn how to build a tribe of raving fans. Stay in touch with Madeline and Cammie through their website at communitiesthatconvert.com. dot